And we are live. Welcome to The Process. It is Friday, December 29th. I am Josh Engelman here to break down ugh, an eight-game NBA slate, which should be a 10-game NBA slate. I talked about this too much, and now I feel like this is my fault. Uh, DraftKings and FanDuel have both dropped the 10 o'clock and 10.30 starts for today. This is not what I wanted. Not at all. So uh, we only have eight games. The slate ends at nine o'clock tonight. There's a two-game late slate. Just add those games back in. What are we doing here? This isn't this isn't what we talked about. DraftKings. Hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman. Good morning, everybody. Good to see everybody. Final process show of the year. Yes, I said it. This is the final process show of 2023. Kind of crazy. Feels like we've been... Uh, feels like we've only been doing this for a couple days in this year. And now it's just over. So that's where we're at. Uh, John P, you got to be quicker. I got destroyed all on my own. I was able to swap off of Wreath fully in uh, in the main slate and in the night slate. He was 20% owned in both. I'd have been better off just playing him because Moses Brown was terrible. And Jabari Walker was terrible. And Portland was terrible. Every single big that you could have played for them, terrible. I got it right and I got it wrong, which is incredibly frustrating. I felt great. I actually faded Drummond on DraftKings. So I faded Drummond and then also didn't have the 20% owned zero dude. And it didn't even matter. I still lost yesterday. It's incredibly frustrating. Uh, Brandon, Larry, show on Sunday. Yes, we don't call that a process show. So uh, that's where my quirk is for this one. Um, since we don't do it at 630, I call it slightly different. But... Oh, man, what a frustrating day. If you just told me that Wreath got scratched at five minutes before lock, that I got him out, and that he was 20% owned, plus 50% of the field had Andre Drummond, and I had, I think, 10 or 15 or something like that, I would have assumed I had a lot more money today. Not so fast, my friends. Not so fast. Didn't work out that way at all which is just miserable. So thank you. Very special. Shout out to Michael Porter Jr. for just being a total waste yesterday too. That was great. That was great. It's just fun stuff. Fun stuff. But we got eight games to break down today at least. We'll enjoy that. Right? Josh, we we'll when we get there, can you explain why Portis is closing over Lopez? Uh, he isn't? I, I don't... Yeah, I don't... I don't know. He isn't? Let's break down some basketball, though, shall we? Coffee is here. I desperately need it. This has been a long week. I am so tired. Just coming out of the holiday... I'm ready to sleep in tomorrow, mildly sleep in on Sunday. And 
in case I didn't mention it yesterday, I don't remember where I sent that when I sent those DMs. Uh, no process show Monday morning. We are not doing a New Year's Day process at 6.30 on a Monday. I can't do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. So the first process show of the new year will be Tuesday. Apologies, guys, but um, that's uh, that one's not happening. Now, Port, so Port is closed on the 25th. I don't remember if anybody was out for that game. Uh, they closed with him over Brook Lopez. I didn't look at the foul situation. Maybe he did. But otherwise, Bobby Portis hasn't closed the game. He closed the game on Christmas. He hasn't closed another game. He didn't close a single game in December. Do it at midnight on Sunday. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm going to be all right there. What I will do is cheers, you guys. It's rise and grind time, everybody. So if you haven't hit that like button, do it now. Cheers to you all. Whatever you have to join me in this cheers. Thank you. Clink. Mm. It's always so good. All right. I'm way behind in this like setup of everything I need this morning. So let's share the screen. We can make that bigger. And then I need my minutes table. Got it. Now, ooh, I'm moving the wrong windows around now. Now, we can get ourselves started. Some of this is going to be a pretty annoying slate, as best I could tell. But we're going to have some fun anyway. New York Knicks, one and a half point underdogs in Orlando. 228 total. What do we know for the Knicks? Knicks... Same people that are normally available for the Magic, Q-Tag Gary Harris, Q-Tag John Isaac, Joe Ingles already out. So there's not going to be a lot of changes coming in here for this New York Knicks team and likely for this Orlando team. Knicks run the same rotation every day, uh, so not going to be too hard to dig into this one. 30, how many minutes has Isaiah Hartenstein played since he's been in? Averaging 32, we'll go ahead and... Bump that to 33. Uh, DiVincenzo minutes look fine. Quickly looks fine. Grimes really playing a lot less now. Hart playing more? 27, but played 30 and three out of his last four. Let's try that. Not a lot of changes for the Knicks. This is the team that doesn't move their rotation around a lot. Very similar situation here for Orlando, only we just need to move around like the guys that don't play. But Orlando continues to do the same kind of stuff, depending on who's in and out. We got 16 minutes out of Mo Wagner, 9 out of Goga, 23 and a half, 22 out of Wendell Carter Jr. So other than the 1.3 minutes of what I assume is some sort of game-ending scenario, they split the 48 minutes once again. So we really don't have too much to change here. Anthony Black's minutes can come back down. So let's get Anthony Black in for 23. Suggs in for 
28. Cole Anthony in for 25. 36 for Franz, 36 for Bancaro. We got to get Gary Harris back in for his 20. We get John Isaac in for his 12. And now I need to hide 10 minutes somewhere. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, so they actually went to Okiki there. I guess it's just Caleb Houston gets those 12. Easy. Caleb Houston gets those 10, excuse me. Rates don't have to change. This is the same team that we have projected from the last time out. So very easy game to project. And, and this is the worst part of it all, uh, not going to be a very appealing game unless these guys have some pricing discrepancies. And the Knicks are actually pretty well-priced, but this is, you know, the number three defense in Orlando. They're eighth in pace, so it's an okay spot for the Knicks. The Knicks are 16th in defense, 26th in pace. Terrible spot for Orlando. I think Randall's fine at 8,600. I think Jalen Brunson's fine at 8,400. I think Hartenstein's fine at 5,700. There are no priorities from the Knicks. On the Orlando side, it's Franz and it's Paolo. 7,700 for Franz, 8,300 for Paolo Bancaro. The, those are the two things that you're looking for out of anything here. I do want to check their points props quickly. Just to make sure I'm not over-projected because they are standing out a bit. 23.5 to the over for Bancaro. F24.4, that works. Franz is at 23.9 for me. He's at 23.5 as a prop. So I feel good. Uh, Franz and Paolo Bancaro, but we, we definitely want to pay attention here. Franz in particular, 7700 That price tag's pretty solid. Not the most fun game in the world. 228 total. Third lowest. These are like middle of the pack at best implied totals. And when, then we have games like Sacramento-Atlanta. Um, 251 total. That'll change things up. But I don't mind going to Franz and Paolo. They are the two best things from this game. Oh, give me one second, guys. Hoodie's itching my back, and I don't enjoy it. <clears throat> so, had to give it the old scratchy scratch. Brooklyn Nets, six-point favorites in Washington, 242 total. I guess we're going to have a lot to do for this one, which is a real treat. Thanks, Brooklyn. You have an amazing matchup here. Obviously, we got all of that stupid shit from Brooklyn last time out. Uh, Claxton, probable. Dorian Finney-Smith, probable. This will be the standard Brooklyn rotation that didn't play two nights ago. So let's go ahead and get Spencer Dinwiddie in for 33. We get Cam Thomas in for 30. We get Bridges in for 35. We get Cam Johnson in for 28. And then we get Nick Claxton also in for 28. Um, now, let's fill out the rest of this. I'm sure Dayron Sharp will go crazy today. Get him in for, what, 17 minutes? Something like that. And then we can get Dorian Finney-Smith. 26? 
backup point guard to Dinwiddie is going to be DSJ. He'll likely get a couple more minutes as well. Take him to 19. We can get Royce O'Neal in for, I don't know, 18. Leaves me six. Don't really care where those six minutes go. So come on down, Trend and Watford. Uh, rates, I guess I need to pull quickly for Brooklyn just to get an idea. So let's say games where Mikel Bridges, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Cam Thomas all started. Just want to make sure I have these three guys correct from a usage perspective. They played 18 games like this. Bridges is at 25. Cam Thomas is at 30. And then Dinwiddie is at 19 and a half. I'm going to take a quick look at their points props just to make sure that I have these guys calibrated correctly. I've got Cam Thomas at 22 points. His prop is 21 and a half juice to the over. Good. I've got Bridges at 23.8. He's at 22.5. I'm okay with this one. And then Dinwiddie's at 14 and a half. I'm a little heavy on Dinwiddie. But this is a matchup against Washington. I should expect it to skew a little high. How long did it take me to build this? Uh, I rebuild it every single year. I started this file 10 years ago. Um, I would never, ever, ever teach a class for Excel or projections. The price that I would charge to do that would be staggering because I could not think of something I would want to do less. I would charge $10,000 an hour just so no one would sign up. Let's go to Washington. For the Wizards, I'm guessing we get DeLon right back for today. Not just not playing the back-to-back. All they have is a Q tag on Gallo. So we can just move this stuff around a little bit. Basically the same rotation, same rates we had last time out. I do feel a little weird going 30 minutes to Tyus Jones with DeLon right back. So I am going to take... Uh, I'll leave it. I don't trust it, though. Very curious what Brooklyn's about to look like. So for the Nets, it's $7,300 bridges that's popping up right now. I do I'm going to check the rebound prop and assist prop just to make sure. Four and a half to the over for rebounds. I got five and a half. I'm just a little heavier on bridges. Three and a half assists to the over, something in that three eight range. All right, three six is fine. I like Mikael Bridges today. This is a really nice spot. 7,300, small forward, power forward. Gets a date with the Wizards. 29th in defense, number one in pace. This is a really, really good spot for the Brooklyn Nets. Cam Johnson is okay at 5,700. Nick Claxton is okay at 7K. But the main takeaway here would be Bridges. I'm guessing Washington is unappealing. Yeah, like Kuzma, 8K, totally fine. I'd probably rather have Paolo Bancaro. Denny, Poole, Gafford, all okay options. But if we're going to any one individual from this game, I think it's Mikel Bridges. Two down. 
hit that like button, folks. 74 of you. It's uh, always a weak crowd in on a Friday. Everybody's a little too tired for this one. Not me. No rest for the weary. I'm here. What if Jock Vaughn decides to throw the game again? Let's hope not. Let's get to Sacramento. One-point favorites in Atlanta. 251 total. This is the high total for today. I doubt anyone's surprised by that. Uh, for Sacramento, everybody that's normally in is in. Same situation for Atlanta. So this should actually be relatively easy to project. I've got 35 minutes for De'Aaron Fox. I'll be honest, it feels like a 36er. I'm going to stay 35 apiece. I've got 30 for the Barnacle of the Bay. He has been playing much more as of late. So we're going to go to 32 there. Uh, Trey Lyles has been playing a little bit less, I guess. Sasha Vazenkov has been playing a little bit less, I guess. Malik Monk. Minutes have been down. If I go to 25, I know this will be the day that he plays more. Keon Ellis minutes have been down. So they're probably playing an extra dude. Just going to hide most of that on... I have 33 for Murray. I'm going to make that 34. And I'll hide the rest of those minutes on Duarte. Very curious what this is going to look like. I'm assuming Fox and Sabonis look fantastic. But we will have to pay attention to props. I'm hoping I skew a little high right out of the gate. Uh, Atlanta now. So now we have no Hunter. But Jalen Johnson is back. So Jalen Johnson played 29 minutes that first game back. Uh, we still got 34 minutes out of Sadiq Bay. I got 35 in here right now. Uh, Capel so Capella and Akongwu went back to splitting 48 minutes. That is very interesting to note. So I'm going to go 26-22. 37 for Trey Young. I got 35 for Bay, which feels low, but we'll... Cross that bridge. 35 for DeJounte. 31 for Bogdan. Could make a case that should be 32. I'm going to make that 32. Garrison Matthews, I have in for 14. Jalen Johnson, I have in for 28. Have to make that 30. And then the final nine minutes, I will throw on to, I guess, Wes Matthews for right now. Really doesn't matter. The pricing here for Atlanta is going to be a little bit of a problem. I'm guessing we don't love the centers. For Sacramento, okay, so nobody's incredible for the Kings. Certainly like Fox and Sabonis. I've got Fox at 30 and a half points. This is where we'll be able to find out how calibrated I am to start the day. The prop for Fox is 30 and a half minus 130 to the over. I got it at 30 and a half, so I feel great there. Sabonis, I have at 21 and a half. That is where his prop is. So I feel good there as well. So really, the two guys you're looking at most are Fox and Sabonis. After that, Barnes, Murray, Monk, Lyles. You can kind of have whatever you want from that group of four. Atlanta. All right, $9,900 Trey Young looks really good to me. I, I like him more than I like Fox. 
Uh, Bay at 6,100 is solid. Jalen Johnson at 6,300 is solid. DeJounte Murray, Bogdan Bogdanovich, both solid. Capella at 6,500 is scary. Okongwu, I wouldn't use. I think Trey's the priority here. And then any filler you get from either Sacramento or Atlanta, like any of those other starter guys, you're going to be happy that you did it. Because this game environment is just fantastic. The game environment in this one, a little bit less so. Toronto Raptors, nine-point dogs in Boston, 224 total. Uh, So... We got to remember that Toronto changed up their starting lineup and then removed Malachi Flynn from the rotation, which is funny to think about considering that always happened to for Nick Nurse. And now they're doing the exact same thing. It must be from above. Because Malachi Flynn was just out of the rotation. Uh, they went to a five, six, seven, eight. Nine guys played in the first half. And then Precious Achua... One, two, three. Jakob Pertl picked up a foul in the first 41 seconds, and then they went to a rotation of Precious Achua. But Precious Achua was also not in the rotation to start. So I'm re I'm going to re-project this entire lineup just for, like, sanity's sake. So let's think... It looks like we were going to get about 30 minutes out of Gary Trent in that starting role. I'm going to go 29. Dennis Schroeder was the first guy off the bench. Played a lot. Could have closed. Could have closed. But played 28. That feels like about the most that you can give. Maybe 26. So that's step one. Next is going to be Jakob Pertl. Pertl had all those foul trouble issues. You know, I assume we're going to continue to project him like a starter. And we go 26, 27. Let's go 26. The precious Achua piece is going to be complicating. So when Pirtle was off, I guess they went Chris Boucher straight back up. And then they went small with Siakam for a bit. Then they used Achua. And then they went back to Boucher. So Boucher ended up playing about 12 minutes, which is sort of what he plays every other day. So let's lock those minutes in. I really don't love the idea of going to Precious Achua. Why in the world did he not play in the first half? That's where it starts to get tricky. I'm going to get Pascal Siakam in for 36. I'm going to get Scotty Barnes in for 36. We're going to get OG Ananobi in for 35. I don't trust these Precious Achua minutes. McDaniels getting like 13 is real to me.
I guess Otto Porter played 13 minutes as well. So if we go something like that, something like that, that still leaves me so many more minutes. So I'm going to maintain a rotation at center for Precious Achua. That leaves me six more minutes. Don't have a clue who I would give them to. I have all 10 guys in already. I don't want to give them the Malachi Flynn, but that seems like the most likely thing they'll do. It's a good place to hide them, at least. Then we go to Boston. Now, Jason Tatum is questionable per him today. Uh, you would expect Al Horford to not play. So let's delete everybody first and work our way back into it. Feels like somebody's not going to play in this one. What's the line? So the line's nine. What are the plus minuses on these guys if they're healthy? So the line is assuming someone's not playing, and I assume that someone is going to be Jason Tatum, but we can't really deal with that one just yet. But don't be surprised if that happens. It looks likely. All right, so Horford sat on the 20th with Tatum out. We ended up getting 35 minutes out of Hauser and 30 out of Peyton Pritchard. Horford sat with Porzingis on the 15th. That one got another a big chunk of Sam Hauser. It's really tricky. It's really tricky to think about this team right now. I'm going to leave in those 30 minutes for Porzingis. Actually, I'm going to go to 32 on Porzingis. And then we got Kata. Was he straight back up? 265. Sort of. I mean, Kata played a ton. I guess he just has been playing a ton. No reason to suspect he wouldn't do that again here. Let's go 16. Let's get Peyton Pritchard in for his 20. Let's get Sam Hauser in for his 21. And that leaves me 15 for whoever we think steps into the rotation with no Horford. I'm going to say that that is O'Shea Brissett. Obviously, we don't have a bo or, uh, injury report for these guys just yet. But we do know per Tatum that he's going to be questionable. But just based on the aggregate plus minuses for these teams, with everybody healthy... That line should be 11 plus home court. So something in that like 13 range. If we're at nine right now, that leads me to think that we're getting no Horford, no Tatum. But no idea. As we look at Toronto, nobody looks good. That shouldn't be surprising. This is the number two defense and 27th ranked team in pace. This whole game from a pace perspective is awful. It's the second lowest scoring game on the slate. Toronto has the lowest implied total on the slate. I don't mind going to an $8,900 Barnes, but this is a terrible spot. $8,200 Siakam is going to be a fine pivot. Doesn't look good. Same for Ananobi. You're probably not playing much Toronto.
Uh, Porzingis for 8K looks good if everybody is in. Um, so Drew's fine. Tatum's fine. Porzingis, though, is the guy I like the most. Now, if we lose Jason Tatum, we're going to fire up a little bit more Drew Holiday, a little bit more Derek White. Jalen Brown's already expensive-ish. Oh, I got to... These rates are wrong. So ignore what I just said for a second. I have Jalen Brown without a usage rate. Um, so I got to correct for that problem. Spotted him with a 21% usage rate. No way that's right. So let's get Drew, Porzingis, Brown, Tatum, White. Let's say at least four of those guys start. That'll make it easy. Tatum's at 29 and a half. Drew Holiday is at 16 and a half. Jalen Brown is at 29. Derek White is at 19. And Zinger is at 24. And then that leaves me with Drew Holiday at like 16 and a half. I'm guessing we don't have props for these guys. Yep, that would be correct. No sign of them. Not that we expected it. Now, as we look back at it, okay, it's worse. Um, Porzingis still is the guy that you would pick out of anybody. You're probably avoiding most of this. And that's just not surprising. Toronto is 14th in defense, so middle of the pack, 24th in pace. It's just a bad game. Now, we got to pay attention because obviously if Tatum is out along with Al Horford, we're going to be paying cl way closer attention to Sam Hauser and Peyton Pritchard and all these guys. Halfway there, folks. Halfway there. Almost at 100 people in here, too. So maybe we can get 100 for 100. Milwaukee Bucks, five and a half point favorites in Cleveland. 239 total. This is the third highest total on today's slate. What do we know for Milwaukee? Giannis probable on the Cleveland side. No Garland, no Mobley. Q-tag Donovan Mitchell, Q-tag Sam Merrill. So another pain in the ass Cleveland rotation. Uh, Marshawn Beauchamp back into the rotation last time out for Milwaukee. They did beat Brooklyn by 22. But he did play most of the second quarter. They seem to be really anti-Malik Beasley now. All right, so we're going to make... We're going to bring Malik Beasley down to 26. I've got Dame in for 36. I've got Giannis in for 36. We've got Brooke Lopez in for 32. 25 for Bobby Portis. 31 for Middleton. 22 for Pat Connaughton. Campaign saw a little bit of extra action. Bump that up a bit. And then we can get Marshawn Beauchamp back in. Rates can all stay the same here. Cleveland side, just incredibly irritating. Tired of projecting this team. We'll leave Jared Allen 
in for 32 minutes. What's he averaging with Mobley out? 31. Yeah, I'm okay with 32. 15 for Tristan Thompson as the backup. We get Donovan Mitchell in for 37, I assume. Karis LeVert just continues to play about 28 minutes a night. We get Dean Wade in for 24. Niang in for 21. Max Struess gets massive minutes, obviously. Isaac Okoro has been playing a ton with all these guys out. Figure we take him up to like 20. I mean, I doubt we're liking anything here. Merrill questionable again, so we need to put we need to think about him playing along with Craig Porter. We'll give Craig Porter that backup point guard run and then 10 minutes to Sam Merrill. Uh, rates can all get adjusted, I guess. Do, I, do we have props here? We do. Mitchell's at 29 and a half. Yeah, so I'm way high on everything. Probably the minutes are the biggest issue here. I'm going to take him down to 36 since he's been out for so long. Let's bring some of this down. Eh, you know what? We're probably right there. 33 there. Max Struess doesn't have a points prop. So only Mitchell has the points prop right now. That's kind of frustrating. I think we'll be okay. I I doubt anybody looks good, but the problem here is that Milwaukee is a pretty good matchup. So as we look at the Bucks, I like Giannis at 11K, power forward center. Probably won't be the priority payup option, but does look good. Uh, Lopez, Lillard, Middleton, all fine. Totally fine. Yeah, it's just that they're all sort of like just priced appropriately. That's a tricky one. I kind of like Milwaukee. It, look, it's only the starters. And I don't include Beasley in that conversation. It's Middleton, Giannis, Dame, and Lopez. On the Cleveland side, it's definitely Donovan Mitchell at 9,500 point guard shooting guard if he's in. It's hard for it not to be. What's the assist prop? Does he have one? Six and a half juice to the under. I got him at 6.2. Yeah, I feel pretty good about this Donovan Mitchell play. If he's in, he looks good at 9,500. He looks better than Trey Young to me. Jared Allen and Max Struess are both okay options. It is a nice spot for Cleveland. Milwaukee's defense isn't great. They do play very fast. Philadelphia 76ers, one and a half point favorites in Houston, 222 total. This is the lowest total on today's slate. And for Philly, we know no Nick Batum, no Joel Embiid. For Houston, no Dylan Brooks, Q-Tag Tari Eason, no Jabari Smith. So the Houston side of this one is going to look very interesting. Um, the Philly side, probably a bit less so. 
we got the massive minutes out of Paul Reed last time out, which is next level frustrating. Uh, he and Mo Bamba split the 48 center minutes. So feel a little bit more comfortable letting that happen now. So I'm going to go to 27 on Paul Reed. I'm going to go to 20 on Mo Bamba. Go 19 on Mo Bamba. And then we can get Marcus Morris in for around 20 as well. I hope that doesn't make me get like a ton of Bamba. Daniel House played a little bit. Covington played a little bit. Let's get Covington 10, House 7. No other changes for this Philly team. Rates can all stay the same. Houston is where things get a little weird. Let's get Jabari Smith out of there. Let's look at that last rotation too for Houston. That was a 16-point loss to Phoenix. I'm assuming we get Tate and Eason starting. We don't have to, but it feels like that's what would happen. So for right now, 38 minutes to Fred Van Vliet. Have to. Jalen Green's minutes now feel like they are going to go up because of missing two guys, even though he doesn't really have anything to do with those guys. So I'm going to go to 32 on Jalen Green. I've got 33 in for Alper and Shingun. I'm going to give Jeff Green the backup center run. Maybe. Okay, that is what they did. So I'll go 15 to Jeff Green. Now is where it gets a little dicey. So Jay Sean Tate started, played relatively normal minutes. I think he was on like, on his way to playing like 28 to 30. And then I think we have to go to like 30 on Tari Eason. We might get Jock Landale. We could certainly get Aaron Holiday in for, what, 20? All right. If we say that they played six and a half minutes of blowout run, that would have taken Aaron Holiday to 18. So I will go to 18. We saw Amon Thompson barely play. You would think oh, we also got Cam Whitmore. That's kind of exciting. So let's give 16 minutes to Amon Thompson, 16 minutes to Cam Whitmore, and then we need one more dude. Do we just go to Jock Landale? Because they don't really play anybody else. Let, we can split it. Let's go seven and seven, Landale and Reggie Bullock. Uh, I mean, in theory, rates should change. But probably not. Let's see what we look like right out of the gate first. And then I'll come. Do we have any props? I'm guessing we don't. No, just the Philly side. So for Philly, I really like Tyrese Maxey. 
Do I have him over projected? Let's find out. I have his points at 31 and his assists at seven. His assist prop is six and a half. So maybe a tad high, but that's okay. Points prop, 27 and a half. I have 31. So we do need to walk back something here for Maxi. So I'm going to take that usage rate back a hair. Might give a slight bump to Tobias Harris. And we're okay on Melton. Still like Maxi. Definitely like Harris at 6,800. Certainly like, actually, I want to take a look at Kelly Oubre. Because he has been not shooting a lot since he came back. When did he come back? The first. What is Kelly Oubre's usage rate since he came back? So if I had a date filter for December 2nd. And we say games where Kelly Oubre started. I know that's not a lot. Let's just say Kelly Oubre on. He's only started four games. I feel like Oubre's usage rate is lower than it should be. Yeah, 18 and a half. So I'm going to bring that down too so I don't just jam Kelly Oubre today. That makes a little bit more sense. I like Philly. I like Philly way more than I thought I would. Maxie and Harris, though, are the standouts. On the Houston side, $8,400 Shangun looks amazing. I got him at 23 and 10. We don't have any props on Houston yet. Uh, I like Van Vliet at 7,900. I like Tari Eason, assuming uh, 30 minutes. Tate's already at 4,500, so nothing crazy there. In theory, we could be getting to Amon Thompson or Cam Whitmore, but I doubt that we do. This would be Shingun for me as the biggest priority. Van Vliet second. Two to go. Nine o'clock starts. OKC. Three and a half point underdogs in Denver, 232 total. Denver on the back to back. For OKC, I assume we're not touching anything here. Giddy's minutes are starting to ramp back up again. Keep your eyes peeled for that one. Maybe he's starting to get cleared. Thirty-six for Shea, twenty-nine for Dort. 26 for Giddy, 31 for Chet, 32 for Jalen. Yeah, I'm all right here with everything for OKC. It's just never that kind of team. Wow, Trey Mann got on the court. Good for him. Denver, I guess, is going to look a lot like they did yesterday. We got... A giant rotation because they kicked the shit out of Memphis. Denver won 142 to 105. So the first half will be telling. We got Justin Holiday as the first guy off the bench. He was Peyton Watson's direct backup. So we got 23 minutes out of Watson. We don't know who would have closed, but what we do know is that we got like pretty standard rotational minutes out of Peyton Watson and Justin Holiday. That's important. I got 33 for Murray. I don't care much about those guys. Christian Brown played the blowout run. 
probably give him another minute. Julian Strother played minimally, but played the blowout round. I can give him another minute. Looks like we got this one right, other than they axed Zeke Naji once again and went to DeAndre Jordan. Let's see what this one ends up looking like. OKC. Yeah, very hard to get to Oklahoma City. Remember, Denver 28th in pace. So this is a really bad matchup for the Thunder in that regard. Chet, Giddy, SGA. They're the only guys that you really want to get to. Jalen's fine. I don't find this team to be very interesting as a DFS play. No, I don't I don't see it. I'm guessing I don't see it on the Denver side either. Matt, did I really just type that in? Denver. Uh 11-2 for Jokic. I think I do like. Points prop looks fine. All of the props look fine. I'm hoping I can get to Jokic, but I don't know if like Shangun is just gonna be too easy to get to. $7,800 Jamal Murray also stands out to me. Points prop of 22.5. I got 23.3, so don't be afraid to get yourself some Jamal Murray. But it's Jokic and Murray and not much else. MPJ up to 7,200 now after his price tag from yesterday. I assume he goes crazy today instead of yesterday at the bigger price tag on a day where I don't have 50%. That's my thought. Finally, we close it out with a real doozy. The Charlotte Hornets on a back-to-back 15 and a half point underdogs in Phoenix, 231 total. And this shit Charlotte team is coming off of a 21 point drubbing by the Lakers. Um, same rotation as normal, I guess. Probably don't have to move anything around. In fact, let's go ahead and keep what we have for Charlotte since they're on the back to back. And then, I don't know why I typed Lakers. I guess because they played them yesterday. For Phoenix, what's this I hear Beal's playing today? Is that real? Bradley Beal, questionable. Nas Little, available. Josh Akogi, questionable. Fantastic, Phoenix. Just what everybody wanted. This bullshit. So, let's finish off Phoenix, who we will, who we should have liked, but won't like if Beal's playing. So we can take a look at Devin Booker, 37 minutes. Um, we can go to what, 28 minutes on Beal, 30 on Eric Gordon, 32 on Grayson Allen, 37 on KD. 28 on Nurk. Most of this is easy. They didn't go to Eubanks. I think we can go like Chimetsi Metu for 14. As the Buki's been playing two of the last three games, I think we could probably go to him for like 14 minutes. And then it's what? Akogi and Nas Little splitting the others? Fun. This team is not fun to talk about in DFS. What is Beal's usage rate so far this season? Just when he plays. 
Beal has played. Oh, I have the date filter in. I was like, I know it's bad, but is it this bad? But it's not that bad. How do I remove this date filter? So we'll just go back to October 1st and make it easier. Beal on the season. 151 minutes. 27% usage rate. So let's lock in something like that. I just froze my sheet. So I'm going to save that and close it and reopen it again. That happened at the worst possible time. All right. Let me get that back open for you guys. Boom. Back in it. Uh, You guys need that screen. So we're back. I think all these rates are going to be fine. If I'm if if I have Phoenix popping, then we're going to need to look at it a little bit. We do have Durant and Booker props, so we'll be able to figure it out pretty quick. Charlotte looks terrible. Um, maybe Terry Rozier, maybe Nick Richards or Miles Bridges or Brandon Miller, but you're probably just avoiding that entire team unless somebody's out. On the Phoenix side, Booker's points prop is 26 and a half, so I do need to bring these guys down. So we're going to bring that down to 27 and a half. Bring that down to 27 and a half. We'll bring Nurk down to 19. Let's do something like that one. All right. So now I have Booker at 28.2. Little high, but okay. Durant at 28.7. Little high, but okay. And then Nurk at 13 and a half. I'm a little light there. Maybe we go to 29 minutes on Nurk. But all told, we're, we're not loving this. We like the Booker side more than we like anything else. Is his assist prop really in the sevens? If it is, then I feel great about Booker. It is seven and a half. All right. So yeah, we like Booker if we like anything for this late game. And now if Beal is out, we certainly like Durant a little bit more. But again, I think I would prefer Booker to Durant. What I do prefer doing now is running crunches and ending this bad boy right here. And I pulled that uh, Excel sheet back up. I didn't even need to. I can, however, pop this bad boy here. That's bad boy twice in a row. Must be stuck in my head. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Good song. First Bad Boys movie was great, too. Second one was I never watched the third one. All right. DraftKings Optimals. Here we go. Appreciate everybody being here. Hit the like button if you haven't done it yet. What do we have? Two sixty-three point seven optimal lineup by point two. DeAnthony Melton, Jay Sean Tate, Franz Wagner, Tobias Harris, Mo Bamba. Jamal Murray, Peyton Watson, Alperin, Shingoon. I'm probably over-projecting Bamba, but he only showed up in 34%, so maybe not. Peyton Watson at 4,500, assuming he's starting, will look like a decent value to start the day. Watson in 94%, Toby in 88, Murray in 76, Melton in 74, Donovan Mitchell, Alperin, Shingoon, and Paul Reed all in the 50s. Let's... Uh... Let's add some randomness, shall we? See what we got going on here. 
150 lineups with some randomness. Let's go. So flat here. Nobody pulling away at all. Tobias Harris at the top, 26.5%. Just a straight line. Tate, Trey Lyles showing up because there's no value. Melton, Watson, Ubre, Reed, Franz. Not, I mean, Quentin Grimes showing up, and he doesn't even have a good projection. It is very difficult pricing today on DraftKings based on where we have value right now. Barely getting to payups. Do get to Jokic, oddly enough. Uh, next closest payup is going to be like Donovan Mitchell. I thought I would like Trey Young more. It, it's That's relatively muted. Very difficult. Very, very difficult DraftKings day, at least as of now. Finally, we can finish this one off FanDuel style. Final, final look at anything in 2023 before we get back to the process on Tuesday. You will still see me on Sunday morning, but that's a different show. All right, here we go. FanDuel. Optimal on FanDuel to start the day. 309.78, optimal by 0 0.01. Maxi, Monk, Ubre, Mikel Bridges, Tari Eason, Franz Wagner, Jay Sean Tate, Jalen Johnson, Alperin, Shingun. If you want to run a different lineup at one hundredth of a point lower, you can swap Kelly Ubre and Jay Sean Tate for Peyton Watson. And Denny Avdia. Maxi made every single lineup on FanDuel. He is 8,400. Please play a lot of Tyrese Maxi on FanDuel today. Play a lot of Mikhail Bridges at 7,300 too. Those guys are not priced correctly. 100% randomness. We can put a pin in this one for the day. Top plays from FanDuel. Jay Sean Tate. No doubt about it today. 3,800 on FanDuel. They just didn't adjust that. Uh, Maxi second. Watson third. Ubre fourth. Malik Monk fifth. 5,300 for Monk. Bridges coming in that sixth spot. Guys, we made it. We made it. Another year in the books. Think about how long we've been doing the process show. It's a couple years now. We got another one here. John, happy new year to you as well. This has been fun, folks. We're not going anywhere. We'll be starting this one off January 2nd, bright and early, feeling fantastic for the new year. But for now, that's going to do it. Uh, prize picks a little bit later, contenders a little bit later, strategy show, deeper dive. You guys know what you get out of me. Have some fun. Enjoy your Friday. Have a great weekend. I will see you guys on the in the morning on Sunday, and then I won't see you guys again until Tuesday. Good luck, everybody. This was The Process. 2023 edition.